Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 5 of Soul Food where we're going to look now at the sense of listening and the use of our ears as it relates to the kingdom of your heart. So in this episode we'll look at the importance of hearing and seeking out to listen to good things and purifying your heart through what you listen to and the way that you use your faculty of hearing and listening. So, you know, when we look at this, this sense that Allah has given us of hearing, it shows us the miraculous power of God's creative will. And through hearing and listening, it is the means by which uh, words and meanings and concepts reach your intellect so that you can understand and communicate. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even tells us in the Qur'an that language, the different languages of people are a sign of God's creative power for us to reflect. And just like we talked about in the last couple episodes about words and speech and the use of the tongue, what you listen to also has a very serious impact on your heart and that you recognize that your ears are also inroads into your heart. The Prophet ﷺ was told, was commanded by God in the Qur'an saying, So Prophet, give good news to my servants who listen to what is said and follow what is best. So here in the Qur'an, Allah is saying that the servants who are given the glad news and, 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 and good news and glad tidings are those who listen to his scripture, his revelation, and follow what is best. Right. So this use of listening and of hearing in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So firstly, you have to recognize that you've been given the gift of hearing and that this is something that you were given by no power of your own. You didn't cause yourself to listen. And we have no guarantee that this blessing that we've been given will stay with us forever. And as we can see around us, there are some people who are unable to hear that they haven't been given that. And, and you know, that makes a person ask themselves, so what am I using my hearing for? What are you using it for? What are you listening to? What are you exposing yourself and potentially your friends or family or children to when you listen to whatever it is that you listen to? And ask yourself, is it pleasing to Allah? Is it something that brings you closer to Him? Because this is a means by which you can get closer to Allah. And are you using that blessing of hearing and listening uh, in a way that shows your gratitude and love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is it a means by which you're grateful and that you're expressing that love? I mean, these are questions that we have to ask ourselves so that we're, we're sure that we're acting in a way that's pleasing to Allah. And also, it's important to recognize that whatever you listen to, shapes your thoughts and perceptions and choices in life. So you have to protect what you hear. And it's very interesting that our ears are open and they can hear things around us so that we actually have to protect even the environment that we're in. 
And willfully listening to something that you shouldn't be saying is like you're saying it. So if you're listening to something, we talked about this last time, being very careful what you listen to. If you're listening to something that you shouldn't say, willfully you're listening to it, then it's as if you said it. So being careful even of the environment that you're in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you hear people denying and ridiculing God's revelation, do not sit with them unless they start to talk of other things, or else you yourselves will be like them. So being careful about the company you keep and the environment that you're in and what you're exposing your ears to. And that brings us to the next point that you have to seek out to listen to good things. And you have to seek out, you know, uh, listening to the recitation of Quran or listening to, you know, classes like this one, filling your time with good things, listening to even just conversations with loved ones, exposing yourself and just talking to them and having real life experiences and not always just being plugged into something especially if it's harmful, you know, and being careful of listening to backbiting or slandering or tail-bearing. Uh, and when you're faced with that, you're actually, it is incumbent upon you to cut off the person who's backbiting and verbally protest and say, you know what, sorry, I don't want to hear that about that person. I don't want to expose myself to that, right? And seeking out the kinds of, of, of environments and conversations and listening to things that enrich your heart and affect your heart in a way that is positive. And the sacred law teaches us that, you know, the, the things to do that actually has an effect on our heart. So it teaches us how to rarefy and purify our hearts and our lives. And one of the ways that we do that is through what we listen to. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, one of the great companions of the Prophet, he was walking with his freed slave Nafir. And they heard someone playing a flute. And when Ibn Umar heard someone playing this flute, he put his fingers in his ears and he continued walking and he kept asking Nafa, he said, can you still hear it? Can you still hear it? Until he said, I can't hear it anymore. Then he took his fingers out of his ears and he said, this is what I saw the messenger of God do. Peace and blessings be upon him. Is that he was even careful of letting sounds around him, musical instruments and so forth, from uh, entering his ears because it would definitely have an effect on his heart. Right? And this hadith is narrated by Ibn Hibban, this, this uh, story in which he mentions what he saw the Messenger of God do. So this is how careful they were not to let things enter into their ears that would be displeasing to God. And another aspect of being careful of what you listen to is not eavesdropping. All of these different things that we might not even think about, but eavesdropping and listening in on a conversation that you're not invited to, that's not public, it's not happening in a public place, but you're listening in on people's conversations is also forbidden. Right? And even to the extent that the Prophet taught us that if someone comes to you and tells you something, and they look around to the right and to the left to see if anyone else is around, and then they tell you that thing, that you have to honor what they've told you as if it's a secret. Because they looked around, they wouldn't have looked around to see if anyone was around if they didn't want people to hear it. So protecting the rights of people, uh, not listening to conversations that uh, you're not invited to, and protecting your ears from all of those things that will certainly have an effect on your heart. Not listening to someone insulting another believer, whether they're living or dead. Right. So if you're listening to someone insulting another Muslim, 
then you're, you become an associate of the one speaking. And the Prophet ﷺ, he told us to the extent that even those who are dead, they have a right over us. And he said, recall the good qualities of your deceased. Those who have deceased, recall their good qualities. Don't even talk about the bad things that they did, even now that they're dead and that they've moved on. And someone asked the Prophet ﷺ if they criticize qualities that actually exist in a person, if that's okay. And he ﷺ said, if what you say is one of his qualities, then you have backbitten him. And if what you say is not of his qualities, then you have slandered him, which is even worse. So even if someone is talking to you and they're saying something that is true, that you shouldn't listen to it if it would uh, you know, hurt the feelings of the person that they're talking about. And what all of this comes back to and what all of this is related to is knowing that the faculty of hearing, what you listen to, is something that you're accounted for. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and we talked about this verse, truly the ears, eyes, and heart, you will be questioned about all of these. You will be questioned about your ears and what they listen to. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the righteous in the Quran and describes them based on what they used to listen to. And he said, when they listen to what has been sent down to the messenger, i.e. revelation, you will see their eyes overflowing with tears because they recognize the truth. That when they listen to the Quran, that they've used that faculty of, of hearing in a way that's pleasing to Allah and it has an effect on their heart. And in another verse of the Quran, Surah 28, verse 55, and they turn away whenever they hear frivolous talk, saying, we have our deeds and you have yours. Peace be with you. We do not seek the company of ignorant people. That when people are engaged in frivolous talk, let alone haram conversations, forbidden things, that they turn away and they say, peace be with you. You got your own way, we have our own way. I'm not going to spend my time listening to these kinds of things. And in Surah 25, verse 63, And the servants of the Most Merciful, one of their qualities is that when the ignorant people address them, and that can be in the form of insults, or that can be in the form of talking about things that are not of value, they respond with peace. Salama. That even... Even when they're uh, addressed in a way that's ignorant, they respond in a way that's beautiful. But they seek out and try to listen to things that they know will have a benefit on their heart and that will nourish their souls. So using this faculty of listening. And Allah says that the disbelievers, whenever the Qur'an was recited around them, they would say, raise your voice and drown out the Qur'an in frivolous talk. That was the way that the the disbelievers, they would say, don't listen to the Qur'an and drown it out with frivolous talk. So you can see that your faculty of hearing can be used in a way that is brings you closer to Allah or in a way that brings a person to greater levels of heedlessness. And we seek refuge in that. So that brings us to the call to action. Analyze what you have on your phone and what you listen to. Maybe in the month of Ramadan, you've replaced it with Qur'an and maybe with some lessons and, and good podcasts and so forth. But analyze what you have on your phone and cut out something that's forbidden, that's on your phone that, that you know, if someone that you respected saw it there, you might not be proud of it. Take, cut it out and, you know, leave it for the rest of your life, even outside of Ramadan. That we listen to a lot of things, we expose ourselves to a lot of things. And that, you know, it's amazing how we have these headphones and it's like directly in our ears into our heart. 
cut out something that you know is displeasing to Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he make us people of righteousness and people who are protective over these senses that enter into the heart and that he beautifies our ears and beautifies what we listen to and makes us people who listen to what is good and follow the best of it. Uh, we ask you all to keep us in your dua. Wassalamu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. See you tomorrow.